This is a download from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. The last time I had an extensive conversation of post-it notes, I was in this really dull job. It was awful, right? I mean, in the sense that my days were just completely boring. And one day, a colleague of mine came up to me and saw me writing on a purple pad of post-it notes. And he goes, oh, you like the purple ones? And I'm like, yeah, they're all right. And he goes, yeah, personally, I prefer the yellow ones. And we literally had a minute conversation <laughs> about our preference for post-it notes. And I quit the next day. That's fantastic. I love it. Because <laughs> I, I, I was like, I'm done. Like, this, this is not where I want my life to be. <laughs> This is Bookmark on The Bigger Picture with me, Uma Paganampike Pagan, and on the show today, I'm going to have an extensive conversation about post-it notes with this guy. Hello, my name is Chaz Hutton. I'm uh, the artist behind the Instagram InstaChaz. You might know him from his popular Instagram account, InstaChaz, 164,000 followers and counting, but I'm talking to him today about his brand new book, A Sticky Note Guide to Life. What's it all about? Well, I'm going to let him explain. For those who might not know your work, for those who have been living under a rock and are not on social media, explain exactly what it is you do. It's oh, a good question. It's just something I think I've, I've kind of been struggling with uh, to identify myself. But um, generally, I just draw uh, little sort of cartoons or um, graphs onto post-it notes and then I take a photo of them and put them up onto Instagram. That's more or less it. Every one of these is a kind of look into life. It's a kind of, I like to think of them as, 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 as single panel advice columns on sticky notes. I'm, I'm glad you say advice. I, I wonder if sometimes it's sort of, you know, the, the opposite of that, sort of rather kind of how not to uh, live your life. But um, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of them sort of revolve around general sort of life kind of things and stuff. Uh, and as a result, it's sort of relatable to a degree. Am I right in thinking that yours is a a project that probably wouldn't have taken off the way it would or the way it has without the internet and social media? I, I think it's I think it's one of yeah I, I think yeah I can agree with that I, it's it's a it's a weird thing um, I think before the internet if I'd done this it it had sort of I I probably wouldn't have ended up doing it because you know half the half the reason you sort of spurred on to do more is when you start to you start to get attention for it and you're like oh okay so you know that people like this i'll keep doing it um if i started the instagram and five people had followed me and that's as far as it had gone i probably would have got bored of it by now so i think in that regard it's much more easier to gauge what you're doing and its popularity and you can also gauge you know what specific comics work well and which ones don't sort of fall flat and um, I use Twitter a lot to sort of to get a better idea of if a, if a comic's good or not if it gets a good reception on Twitter I'll put it onto the Instagram and so on and so forth Talk to me about your process how does that work do you do you set yourself a daily target a weekly target how does that work uh, Initially it was one every day but as it's, as it's gone on I've sort of backed off a bit as now maybe I try to do three a week. While I was writing the book, I was doing three a day, which was pretty uh, hectic, <laughs> to say the least. But yeah, so it's it's, a, it's around two or three a week at the moment. Um, although I'm, sometimes you get a bit lazy and it's only one. And is it a constant case of 
are you constantly doing them? Are you in the middle of dinner with someone and you get an idea and you've got a little post-it pad in your pocket and you have to whip it out? Uh, not, I don't, I don't quite have a post-it pad in my pocket, but I'll certainly, you know, like at a bar having drinks with mates and we'll be sort of back and forth having a conversation and something will come up and you're like, oh yeah, I, I can definitely, um, I can definitely, that could be a, a colleague. So I'll send myself an email and then, um, you know, end up checking it a week later and suddenly realize I had a drawing to do. I'm not going to ask you if you remember the first one you ever did, because you probably do. But when was the first moment you knew you were onto something, like really onto something? Did, do, you remember, do you remember which particular panel it was? Uh, okay, so I'm not, yeah, I... I think it was like it was much early on, a long time, maybe a year before I actually started the Instagram. And I did a, I did a little drawing. It was one um, about leaving your um, sort of all your mess in your bedroom and stuff and piling onto your bed during the day, and then at night sort of piling it off your bed and onto the floor so you can sleep in the bed, and the mess not actually ever being cleaned up, but rather just moving from floor to bed and back again. And I, I drew that and I put it onto Facebook. And it got a, a sort of a, a pretty big reception from friends. So I think that was probably the first time I realised that you know maybe there's something in this. But it took me a lot of around to actually putting it into the format uh, that it is now. You've pretty much described my life. <laughs> well, you know, that's, that's kind of become my job in a weird way. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and that must be great, right? I mean, in this world of instant feedback, like you said, you know precisely what works and what doesn't and you know it within seconds is that a boon or a bane to your process well i guess you've got to be careful because you don't want to sort of start pandering to an audience because then it starts to become sort of diluted and not as there's a reason people like your stuff in the first place and if you start sort of trying to please them then i think you, you move away from what the original stuff was, which was your kind of experiences rather than sort of trying to guess other people's experiences. So I tend to try to sort of stick with stuff that I've come up with, but at the same time, you you do tend to kind of get a, I'm starting to get a gut feeling of what will work and what won't work. So the book and, and the compilation is called A Sticky Note Guide to Life. It's bite-sized yeah. observations you didn't know you needed. It, it smacks of self-help, which, no, which, is, which is a great way to sell a book. But, 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 and, and, and I swear to God, some of, those, some of those sticky notes were incredibly enlightening for me. But I'm curious to know if that was... If that was your initial conception from the get-go, I mean, was that always absolutely, what you had in mind? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I think in the first paragraph, I, uh, I relinquished the, um, any kind of, you sort of do. claim to it being a, um, to be a self-help guide. But I think, I think, you know, we were trying to work out, you know, what do you call it uh, if you make it a book? Um, sort of just slapping Instachairs on the front of it um, it doesn't really explain what it is. So we came up with a sticky note guide to life that seems to sort of encapsulate sort of everything within it to a good degree. You, you say that, Chaz, but you quickly follow up your disclaimer with a guide on how to draw a flowchart, <laughs> which could yeah. be pretty helpful to a lot of people. 
<laughs> I think I think that drawing was sort of I was in the midst of you know desperately trying to pull together enough material for the book, and then a sort of moment of sort of almost like a meta kind of moment started drawing the difficulty of drawing to a degree. So let me talk to you about some of my favorites, and sure. and you can tell me some of yours. But but my favorites are are always your observations on our modern relationship with life and technology. And I think that those are my favorite ones. You know, should you call or text is a debate that we constantly have (laughs) with ourselves. And there's only one answer, never never call. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Just send a text, right? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and even and even uh, even your observation on that one percent of battery life. Yes, I, I swear to God, Chaz, and I'm not joking about this. I've left parties because I was down to five percent and I didn't have a charger on me. Oh no, I'm absolutely the same. I'm sort of I'm I'm completely lost if I ever run out of battery. I, you know, I'm currently in um, New York and I don't know the city well enough to sort of just jump on a random train and hope that I'll get into the right spot. So as soon as I run out of battery, I feel like I might as well be on a desert island, you know. I've excused myself, pretended to go to the toilet, sat in my car for 20 <laughs> minutes and charged up the phone. <laughs> it, is, it, is, it, is rather, um, it is rather terrifying sort of how, uh, how sort of dependent and reliant on technology you are. I forget which comedian is, but he sort of mentions, you know, if you really want to scare, scare yourself, Walk out of your house without your keys, your phone, or your wallet. <laughs> I just, I honestly don't know what I'd do. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, which are your favourites to draw? I mean, is there some, is there a specific subject matter that you keep going back to? Uh, not because it's easy, but because you just feel the most connected to it. Um, not so much subject matter. There's the straight up sort of. But like a lot of them follow a, like almost like a mathematical formula in terms of comedy, um, you know, sort of a list of three, the third one being the funniest, you know, that's a sort of a pretty standard um, format. The, the ones that I'm probably most proud of are the, are the ones that sort of take a, a little, a, a bit more obscure and surreal. The one, there's one recently, uh, a comic about sort of Batman on the phone to Alfred the butler, and Alfred just sort of wondering why he spends so much time standing on the edge of buildings in the dark. And I sort of kind of like that because it's a, it's a bit more surreal and it's, I think, you know, I, I don't do as many of those. And so when I can get one of those to work, I'm supremely happy. Is comedy your primary objective always? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, or, or to at least elicit a feeling um, or a recognition, you know, and that often sort of results that's that's where the comedy lies sometimes it's it's nice to do sort of something a bit more poignant but generally if you can get a laugh out of it it's uh it's probably the best result i think nostalgia self-reflection and comedy is probably what i got from it from uh, from most of your work and i think all of those three things work very well yeah absolutely absolutely nostalgia is a good one that's one that's one i feel i should probably uh should probably look into more often yeah, nostalgia is a good one. I'm, let me tell you, man, nostalgia gets those clicks as well. But yeah. <laughs> but gets gets those I'm just, likes I'm just going. I'm going to send myself an email just to, <laughs> just to feel like you've inspired me to uh, draw some more stuff, which is great. <laughs> but 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 nostalgia, especially, I think there's one particular comic, 
in which you talk about uh, childhood versus adulthood and adults talking to children and essentially sure, sure. not knowing what to say. Yes. So they yes. go back to the same question. What did you do today? How was school? Yes. Yeah. And, and I remember having that exact same thought as a kid when mm. people would come up to me and I'd be like, wow, do you not have anything else to talk to me about? I'm tired of explaining how my day was at school. I swear to God, I would never be like this as an adult. And for and some reason, violent, I have lost all ability to talk to children. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, yeah. You sort of promise yourself that you'll be an interesting adult to, to children, and then uh, you know you go off and go, oh, "God, children are idiots." Anyway, um. it's that, and it's my taste in music. I I would swear blindly I'd never be one of those people. You know, back in my day, <laughs> look at what look at what the kids are listening to today, and I find myself doing that at the radio station all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Nothing's good. Nothing, nothing is good. We're all sort of like, uh, you know, set in our, um, in our little sort of trajectory in a lot of ways, uh, culturally, I think. So obvious question, which I've waited all this while to ask you, but <laughs> why sticky notes? Um, well, I, uh, so I started, I started drawing them to friends, just, you know, I'd be at work and, there'd be a group chat and sort of the conversation would be sort of meandering along. And a lot of the times I've realized I could like get a joke in by sort of drawing it. And so I draw a comic or a graph or something that um, summed up that made fun of the, com the current conversation. Um, and because I was doing it at work, I just drew it on the sort of the nearest thing handy, which just happened to be a um, post-it note or a pad of post-it notes. And so it sort of it, it came out of that, and then and then after once I started the actual Instagram, they became a really great sort of the restriction of space is is what's actually quite nice to have. It's sort of not dissimilar to Twitter having 140 characters. You know, if I can't fit if I can't fit a joke into onto a post-it note, the joke's probably too long and complicated anyway. So it, it sort of works in that regard. Please tell me that the folks at 3M are just sending you these things by the truckload. No, I've heard nothing from 3M. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're surprisingly cheap. Anyway, I've you know I've sort of buy boxes of them at a time through Amazon, but um, I've gone through a fair few fineliners as well. Okay, which 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 me which leads me to the next question. Sure. Next obvious question, which is. Do you have a color preference? Is yellow always the way forward, or do you go for one of those fuchsia ones? Uh, the yellow ones I much prefer, and it's. I think I think in terms of because it's closest to white uh, in a lot of ways. It's you, you, you know when you take the photo of it, you get a sort of clearer, more contrasty kind of look. So, and 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 I'm also like a bit sort of want the consistency with that sort of thing. So I feel, I feel like if I changed colour out of the blue, it would just irk me looking back to the feed and saying this pink one just in the mix there. Chaz, let me tell you, these last two minutes is probably the most extensive conversation I've ever had about post-it notes. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, well, I'll see if I can draw you a comic for it to, uh, <laughs> to, to make it worth it. <laughs> um, 
what are you hoping? What are you hoping? I mean, so for me, here's the interesting thing. Uh, looking at your stuff on Instagram and looking at your stuff on social media, on the internet, it sure. comes in dribs and drabs. There is a there is a measured momentum to it, right? You know when you're going to get it. A book is a very different beast altogether. Yeah. So, as you know, I feel like the book is sort of the perfect book of just, you know, sitting, you, sitting on your loo. You go to the toilet, you read a couple of pages, and, you know, you put it down again. It might be the best way to consume it, I think. I've spoken to other people who've gone cover to cover and sort of read it straight through, which I feel like is that's a lot to sort of take on in one sitting. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I also like it, the idea of it. It could just be, you know, that book that sort of you have lying around the house and a friend drops over and you go, oh, have a look at this, you know, and you have a, you read sort of three or four pages, have a laugh and put it down again. Um, so I think you can still consume it the same way you consume you consume it on the internet. Admittedly, that's how I did it. I did it cover to cover, but I was walking around the radio station with it showing different people right, comics right. that I felt were related to them. Applicable to certain people. Exactly. It becomes like a like conversation. Stuff. Exactly. And, and I have a very good friend who's in the process of buying a house, and I think your comic about finding that perfect ideal home appeal to them at a very important point because right, uh, they absolutely. had just put down a down payment. Uh, and I think they bought a house in Sydney in Australia. They put just put down a down payment and they were having serious second thoughts. <laughs> I think everybody, I think everybody has second thoughts once you put a down payment on a house, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> once you sign that massive check. Um, Chaz, one, one last thing though. I mean, when, Putting these things to, when putting these things together, we live in an age where a digital post-it note is very easy. Do you are you still partial to the pen and paper, or would you ever do them on your computer? Um, I think you know. I did a I, when I first started doing it. I I originally scanned a few of them, and even a scan feels just a bit um, flat and dead, um, and so. I'd much prefer being able to draw them and then you take a photo of them and you can sometimes see if, the, if I've got the light bad enough. You can sometimes see the grain of the uh, the paper in the uh, in the photo and it sort of it you know it, it then looks like a more tangible object and it's it, it, uh, you know uh, there's another one where you can see I've like I smudged a corner because I sneezed while I was drawing it and I mentioned that in the comment in the comment at the bottom and the thing that people loved most about that comic was the fact that I'd stuffed it up and so there's sort of a there's a nice kind of I think that human touch is important to kind of get in there as well and um, I think you'd lose that if you do it uh, on a computer or you know you start scanning them in and you know you lose that extra element Fantastic Chaz thank you so much for your time Hey no worries lovely to talk to you that was Chaz Hutton. Follow him on Instagram. He is InstaChaz. You will not be disappointed. Also, go buy his book. It's called A Sticky Note Guide to Life, and it's available now at all good bookstores. You've been listening to Bookmark on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast.
To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.